Hello and welcome back to Birds and Stuff. This is Carolyn from Birds and Stuff, and as always, here's my husband, E. Hello. And today we're doing something technically. It's and stuff. And stuff. It's an and stuff podcast. It's, it's whiskey, but it's not American. It's not American, nor is it technically bourbon. So yeah. Yeah. So what we are going to be reviewing today is Teeling's single malt Irish whiskey. We actually have a ever-growing collection of Irish and uh, Scotch. We do. We do. We're definitely trying to branch out and explore the various releases that exist uh, across the spectrum of whiskey and even beyond whiskey to things like brandy and brandy. (laughs) And more brandy, yeah. And since I had the dreaded um, Rona... uh, Last year. Yeah, say about a little over a year ago at this point. Um, It uh, definitely made me understand why people like... Single malt whiskey. Single malt whiskey. Especially the peated whiskeys. Yeah, because when I had absolutely no sense of taste or smell, this asshole over here... Excuse me, I prefer the term motherfucker. Gave me the... It was, uh, it was either Lagavulin or Lafroy. But it was the what what everyone would know as the deepest, darkest, like cigarette ashy, burnt barbecue briquette, meaty. Just oh, it just, might have been Ardbeg. Yeah, just did that. He gave me that without telling me. And you were like, oh wow, it's very fruity and it's very floral and it's very sweet. Yeah. Um, I was like, this is really good. What is it? And he holds up the bottle. And it was literally that scene in, in, Bob's in Bob's Burgers of, if you don't feed a man a sponge, Bobby, you don't give your wife the the charcoal briquette, because then I smell and reek of that, and I'll never know it, because I had no sense of smell. It's okay, I forgive you. <laughs> I still love you, even if, you're, even if your breath smells like uh, a walrus's... Uh, uh, mustache and mermaid bathwater. Yeah, it was it it was, but it was so good. And once I regained all of my sense of smell and taste, like if I kind of M- malted barley is is starting to be an easier thing for you. Yeah, to get and, into. and if I if I train into the the smoke. Yeah, and if I train into the iodine and things like that, if I start small and then go deep. Um, it's much more tolerable. It's actually really good, and you can taste everything beyond just smoke. Um, I will say, though, that the Teeling's Single Malt Irish Whiskey that we're going to be trying today, uh, as far as I'm aware, is not a peated whiskey, um, but it is just a 100% malted barley for the mash bill. Yeah, so it's going to be like pencil shavings yeah. and like slightly smoky. Exactly. Um, so... A lot of the time, Irish Irish whiskey, (laughs) my god, that word was difficult for me to say. It's getting late. (laughs) It is. um, Is normally made with a blend of both malted and unmalted barley for the mash bill. This particular one, because it is a single malt, that designation means that it is 100% malted barley for the mash bill. The same rules don't hold true for, uh, for scotch, but that's a different podcast entirely. The ABV of this particular release is 46% or 92 proof. 
Uh, it is non-chill filtered, which is means it's going to have a little bit more body on the palate and a little bit more flavor compared to those that are chill filtered. Uh, we did spend $49.99 on this while we were up in Georgia on one of our many gallivanting trips that we do. And this particular release was aged in a combination of five different types of oak casks. Um, all of them were wine, uh, ranging from Sherry, Port, Madeira, White Burgundy, and Cabernet Sauvignon barrels. So it is definitely a wide range of potential flavor that we're expecting from the different casks that they used. And the fact that it is 46% means that it actually has a bit of proof behind it, unlike a lot of Irish whiskeys that just bottle at the ground floor of 40% or 80 proof. Uh, I don't know if anyone cares, but this was actually bottled in August of 2017. Was it 2017 or 2018? So it's 2017. 2017. Oh, 08, 2017. Yeah. So yeah, this is a, a five-year-old release. You might still be able to find it. I'm honestly not sure. I'm not yeah. too well-versed in I mean, the we, Irish scene. We found this. Just um, in a random store. Within the last, like... Couple of months. Four months. Yeah. So. Your mileage may vary. Yeah. Um, looking at it in the glass, it is remarkably pale. Which... Doesn't as, surprise me for an Irish, but as, still. As crazy as this sounds... I actually feel more comfortable drinking the incredibly pale, almost clear Irish and Scotch whiskeys over ones that are like really deep and amber like American is because there's a good chance that the release that they did, they added caramel color to it. And this bottle- and I don't think they did with this. No, this bottle specifically states that there is no added flavor or color. Which is beautiful. Yeah. I'm always a, I'm a purist in that when I can be, and I don't really care if it isn't, but it's nice to know what it is. Okay. On to the taste. On to the nosing? On to the nosing. 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 We're nosing now. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so it That's doesn't... so fruity! So, it's very fruity. That pencil-shaving woody note, that very light woody, is there, along with that, like, rich malty note that I get. Yeah. Yeah, 1,000%. The malty note that you get with, like, a grain, of, like, a bag of, of barley. barley. Yeah. Because um, we've explored uh, homebrew a few times, and, yeah. like, opening up a bag of, like milled barley definitely picking up those notes or leave it like literally walking into the homebrew shop yeah that dusty grainy exactly oh but this is very lovely very pleasant on the nose it literally smells to me like fruity white wine as weird as the sounds there is a very distinct smell and do not judge me for what i'm about to say sweet I have the weirdest... Opening a fresh pack of Scantron sheets. Okay, I'm not judging. I'm trying to remember. Because the only time you open a fresh pack of Scantron is in college. Yes. And I think I did that once. Or... Literally once. Or the other is, um... Your report card. Oh, that, like, that... That, that paper. Yes. That paper. Yes. So is it like the negative type, like the the thin paper? Not, not the not the the carbon copy paper. No, 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 no. But it's the the pink or yellow, like weird thin. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I get it. 
I get it. I get what you're saying. It does have that weird old kind of, I don't want to call it chemical, but that yes. nostalgic yes. scent. Yes, that's, that's associated with paper of sorts. Yes, but what 1,000%, the more I smell this, it is like I opened a bottle of white wine. No, 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 absolutely. The, the wine fruitiness that we were expecting on the description is a thousand percent there it is literally like zinfandel and malted barley and then woody yeah and that's it oh like the uh the old zin that we have currently seasoning yeah yeah it's a very that pleasant nose. It smells delightful. I could live in this nose. Okay, shall we try that at the tasting and see if it compares? I'm scared. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh that's so good. So it's very malt forward. Mm -hmm. The finish is absolutely wine. Like, it's yeah. that um, almost oxidized wine, but not quite to that level. Like, just on the, the, the cusp of not. It's very apple-y, pear, like, that type of fruity. Very, very bright. I'm getting... Very sweet, but not like... The sherry is what shows up on the finish. Okay. I was trying to think about where I was recalling that flavor, and it's like an Oloroso sherry. That, sure. That very oxidized. Um, and it's not, it's not sugary sweet. Mm -mm. It's not, like, burnt sugar. It's literally, like, 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 fruity sweet. I, I could even make the argument, if I didn't know this was Irish, I would have potentially guessed this was a scotch. For the amount of maltiness that I'm getting. The malt, yes. Everything else, no. Correct. Because this is the most delightfully, like, fruit-forward grain end. Yes. Not hot at all. No, no, very easygoing. Barely woodsy, but only in the only woodsy in the sense that it it brings a tiny bit of tannins yeah. to kind of level out that sweetness. It reminds me a lot of the Compass Box, Compass Box uh, Orchard. Yeah. Release. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. This is. So freaking delightful. It is. It's got a decent proof. The The flavors carry very pronounced. Everything I'm... you everything you smell, it's coming through on the palate. It is. It is, it is that gentle, that inviting. But it's like um, where the nose is just condensed all at once. The palate is spread out across the experience from that first sip until the swallow and that finish. Like. Yeah. If you want to step into Irish at all. Yeah. And you're not into smoky or peated or anything like that. This absolutely is for you. If you've never had any Irish or anything like that before, it might give you the, the slightest hint of what I personally call smoke. Um, but really, it's it's... It's the malt. Yeah. Um, so, to me, there's really three tiers of barley that I've personally experienced as the forefront flavor. There's the malty notes, which is a very sweet, almost roasty 
Then there's the cigarette ash, which happens with, like, a lot of highlands, like Highland Park. Mm -hmm. It's not, like, heavily peated by any means, but there's that cigarette ash that I pick up. And then there's full-blown peat monster, where it is just inundating your mouth with smoke, like you're at a campfire or something along those lines. Or you just took a, like, big old mouthful of a cigar. Like, this falls into that first category, where... If you're any sort of sensitive to smoke whatsoever, this is the category of malt to go towards. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, like, 11 out of 10 exceeds expectations. Yeah. This is delightful. I'll... I won't say I'll buy another bottle of it, just because Irish is not what I go for, but in the event that I want something that's just gentle and inviting... I do have a couple of Irishes that I do go for, and I will always keep on the shelf. Anything that isn't made by Middleton? Yeah. No. No? No. No. Redbreast is Middleton. Well... Blue Spot is Middleton. I don't have Blue Spot. Yes, we do. When? We got it from Tony at Costco. Oh, Lord have mercy. Yes, we did. And you were a big fan of it. No, it's it's the Redbreast that I love. Of course you do. It's the Redbreast cask that I love. Absolutely. And the Redbreast 21. The Redbreast 21. God help us if we ever get a bottle of Redbreast 27, you'll be like, no, I need more of this on the shelf. I will be the one who makes us go broke because of the whiskey. Yes. This time. Yeah. (laughs) This time. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. So, yeah. This is a very lovely Irish whiskey and it lives up to its expectations and beyond in every way, shape, and form. Yeah. So A plus. Yeah. Uh, new to whiskey, wanting to explore Irish, um, if you are a wine drinker that wants to explore whiskey. Or you have a spouse who is a wine drinker that's whiskey curious, the Teeling Single Malt may be the route to go. Yeah, that's definitely a good step to take. Okay, take us out. Alright, with all that being said, please do check me out on Instagram. My username is bourbon underscore and underscore stuff. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at bourbonstuff at gmail.com or simply message me over there on Instagram. I will always respond. If you'd like to donate to the channel, you can do so at anchor.fm forward slash bourbonstuff or simply share this link with anyone you believe may benefit from the the Our our ramblings. And with all of that being said, remember that all whiskey, especially delightful Irish ones, they are meant to be shared 